This podcast is brought to you by NeuroCreative Studio, the number one provider of one-to-one applied neuroscience coaching and development programs designed to enhance your creativity and effectiveness. Find out more at neurocreative.studio. You're listening to the Ambition Incubator podcast, and I'm your host, Deirdre Morrison. My thing is helping people understand how our brains work so that we can be better and do better in any area of life that's important to us. So as well as bite-sized brain science, I'll be bringing you interviews and advice from experts and guests who specialize in working with entrepreneurs and leaders to help them explore potential, possibilities, and ways to be more effective. And the best bit? We can start right now. In terms of the work that you do and the length of time that you've been doing it, can you see a difference between how you respond to something like this now, which, okay, isn't a big deal in anybody's world, really, uh, versus how you would have responded to it maybe 15, 20 years ago? Well, just to, to clarify, you know, having an interview with you is a big deal. Oh, so thank you, Ross. You're so sweet. <laughs> but one of the things that uh, is part of the, the work that Gary and I do is we've developed what we call um, the choice convergence point. And that is relatively remaining in the eye of the storm. Okay, so let's take this situation from uh, this morning as the storm. And if I am going to allow myself to get, you know, riled up, upset, you know, pissed off, whatever the case may be, I'm not gonna make rational decisions. It just, it's, it's, it's physiologically impossible. I mean, if you, I know you, you deal a lot in neuroscience and such, and that's, and that's exactly what is happening is when we get upset and we, you know, we're starving for the, what we need to make rational decisions. And, uh, we've taught this to thousands of people on, listen, it, everyone thinks, well, for this big event, this big tragedy or this big storm that I'm going to go through, then I'll use it. I'm like, no, you use it for everything. You use it for the little things Mm -hmm. because that's when you're practicing for the big things. So if you get in the habit of using the system over and over and over and over again, then it's, it's, it's like, um, uh, you had a, um, you had a guest on who was a, uh, a fighter pilot. That's right. A week ago, a couple of weeks ago that I was listening to, and, you know, I'm sure if you asked him, you know, pilots, what are, what are the things that pilots practice the most? For, they mm-hmm. practice for disasters. They practice disasters. You know, airline pilots practice, you know, um, things going wrong and things in, in the disasters that can, po- all the possibilities that can go wrong. And the reason they practice that is so when the event may or may not happen, they can remain in that eye of the storm. They can remain calm. And they can make the rational, good choices and decisions that they need to make. Mm. Of course, we do have um, we have a bias towards negativity as well, because, you know, like you're just saying here, people want to be able to get out of a sticky situation when it happens. We want to have the muscle memory. We want to have the reflexes. uh, And we we learn those through practice. Um, But. I guess the other side of that then is that if we are always looking to disaster, we don't necessarily know what to do with the good things that come our way when they come. We're not prepared <laughs> <Right>. for those. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, you know, they, I think there's been a conditioning 
that has has evolved to not just be looking for the negative, but to dwell on the negative. And I think that's the difference, right? Mm -hmm. Is that we can be aware of, hey, okay, the time factor didn't work out the way we wanted to or the way that we expected. There was some hiccup there. But the dwelling on that is, I think, where the challenge shows up, where uh, then it turns into a whole story, right? It it turns into the drop. The whole drama of it starts to unfold from that dwelling of it. And, you know, one of the principles we teach in, uh, in a process we call the infinity process, one of the processes we teach is the first and foremost is we need to have things that consistently bring us back to being present. Because mm. when you're back to being present, that's when you're at what we call the choice convergence point. You're in the eye of the storm. You're in the, this place where the potential, the possibility is endless. But instead of dwelling on the negative, which we've been conditioned to do, it, you know, the, our philosophy is that there is just as many, if not more, and I, and, and I, I like to say it, we're leaning a little bit more on the side of there's just, as, there's just as much, if not more, potential and possibility of something good happening as mm. opposed to something bad happening. Yeah, there's very definitely exactly. a tipping point, isn't there? And yeah. I mean, you can yeah. see in terms of uh, our evolution, in terms of our brain's mission to keep us safe, that noticing yeah. the things that can go wrong is a good strategy. But it doesn't it doesn't take us into the beyond, if you like. It doesn't take us into a state of uh, creativity or innovation beyond exactly. escaping from something, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, the way I, I put it is that we don't, we don't want this, you know, everybody strives for, you know, shooting for balance in life. And, 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 and we, we're really not really advocates of that. What we want is we want a slight imbalance, but we want the imbalance on the side of evolution and growth. Mm. Right. Mm. So that we're always tipping the scale on that side of things. And so slightly slightly imbalanced on that side because that's how we've evolved as human beings when when we get to the the fight or flight or the the you know the survive or die aspect of it the reason we've evolved as human beings is because we've always been slightly tilted towards growth and evolution as a default but the conditioning that we get you know that based on society and all these other things that 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 dwelling on the negativity and and building up the stories that you know that that are just in our heads many times nine you know most of the time, then that's where I, I think we need to make the shift. I think what we need to do is say, okay, well, yes, there's just as much negativity as as positivity, but it's, we're slightly tilted. If it's fifty one percent, slightly tilted towards the positive growth and evolution. Well, actually, that's that's a really interesting word that you use there. And um, I mean, there, obviously, there's such a huge cocktail of things going on in our brains. It's it's totally. never any yeah. one thing. It's 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 this exactly. and that. There's always there's always yeah. multiple. It could be this. It could be that. It could be both. Absolutely, yeah. But I think this word that you used here, shift, is really interesting. And I would like to um, I'd like to see what you guys have seen over the the course of the time that you've been doing this work. Is that tilt? going in a, a different direction? Is it going in a new direction? Is it following the same course? And is the tide just moving the way the tide always moves? Well, here's, here's the thing is that we see, what we see is that it is moving in a positive and a growth direction. That's what we see. And, this is, and the reason that we see that 
is because when when we're looking at or uh, uh, experiencing our day uh, minute by minute, you know, we are, you know, we we want to pause, interpret, and then respond with all of our interactions. And what you see in society today, um, a good portion of it, that is, is that people are almost being engineered to do this reactionary life. Mm. I mean, the news, the news, television, stuff like that has always been, you know, bringing, stepping it up. You know, if it, if it bleeds, it leads, as, as they say. Now, when you have social media that, that, is, that is just priming people, they're priming them on, on, a, on, a, on almost a second by second basis because now you are carrying the news, you are carrying the events with you wherever you go. And then you mm-hmm. have, they encourage you to use the notifications, you know, so think bing, 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 bing. That can almost be, mm. you know, your Pavlov's dog in, in, a, in a certain sense because you're like, Absolutely. oh, what's going on? Something's happening. Yeah. I have to know. I have to see. I have to react. Yeah, you start to salivate, right? You do. You do <laughs> in, one, in one way or another. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that, that stimulation can be a reward, can't it? You know, I mean, we're, yeah. we're getting that. Um, we, we've got this little dopamine kick because we've got this new exactly. bit of information because we're exactly, you know, something has been primed to, to activate yeah. within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what you see, and I notice this a lot because, you know, Gary and I both, when we are interacting, you know, face to face with people and even online, sometimes they are trying to pull you into their, their chaos. Hmm. And we just like, oh, hum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I understand. I see where you're going. Yeah. But yeah, but you have to, you have to, it's like, no, actually I don't. Hmm. And such, so I'm going to in, instead <clears throat> pull you in, you into my calmness. I'm going to pull you into the eye of the storm and such. And then you can see, and you can calm down and you can see what's really happening. You know, I, I like to think of it as it's like the, it's it's like what we see is is the rise of what we call the spiritual badass, okay? <laughs> and <laughs> and it's if you look at history, history has given us evidence to show that the early days of being a badass was all about physical violence matched with brute strength, right? Mm-hmm. And, but the essence of a spiritual badassery is is always knowing is always about knowing what you wanted and going for it congruently and confidently. And then aligning with your divine purpose and piercing the veils of reality in order to set new standards and examples for human potential, mm-hmm. right? But as humans, we got it wrong. At some point, sometime, we got it wrong. Somehow we got hoodwinked into believing that the path to spiritual evolution was only based on identity, whether it was a person's label, you know, labeled as man or woman, child, adult, royalty or peasant, educated, unschooled, black or white, whatever, whatever name a person was labeled with. And for whatever reason, we somehow thought potential growth and evolution was dictated by those labels. Right. And, you know, you think about it in human history. It wasn't too long ago that a person was most likely to be born into a position of empowerment just based on their societal status or parents, hmm. right? And in some places around the world, it, it, a lot of these archaic practices are still are still adhered to. 
right? In those types of societies, the illusion of power was fed through the acts of being merciless and and only a few select individuals were destined for for the freedom, influence, or power they wanted. While all the common folks suffered and were met with, you know, a glass ceiling as they attempted to rise above it. And, you know... It, it, but mostly it was just knowledge that kept them from it kept, that was kept from them yeah yeah that is an interesting thing that you brought up you know about um how societies shift and change and, and we're obviously seeing a lot of changes now um but we obviously have the um the trickle down the backlog effect of everything that our societies have been for the last number yeah. of centuries millennia whatever you want to say um yeah. So I guess then the question is, are are we just, are we going around in circles effectively? Because if we look at, you know, the, the wisdom that we're now um, arriving at, if we look at the discoveries that we're now making, even in terms of, you know, what we're finding with, um, you know, the, the more people dive into the, the neuroscience fields and discover more about consciousness and emotions and all of these things. And if we look at some of the ancient traditions, we also find that they have, you know, somehow managed to work out a lot of this uh, without any of that. So uh, are we, are we d- destined to just go around in circles and no, swing I, from I, one side of it to the other repeatedly? Is it like a pendulum? I don't. I don't see it so much as circles or a pendulum. I, I see it more as as uh, when you look at the graphs on the stock market. Mm. We're on we're on a continual rise, but things go down, and then we mm. rise again, and then things go down, and then we rise again. And if you take that over the, uh, you know, the course of centuries, I think we'll see that. So we're oh we're making progress, we're making progress, and then you know some schmuck gets in charge, and then, you know, then we go back down, you know, and it's like oh we got to strive back up, but then but each time we go down and then we strive again, we strive higher than we were before. And that mm-hmm. is that's the evolution and the growth that Gary's talking about. Yeah, it's the so, rise of the spiritual badass. Absolutely, ab- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so you know, and that that badass is like, okay, you know, you got me. You know, I you know, you kind of you kind of blindsided me there, but I'm coming back stronger. And we as mm-hmm. a society, as a species, are doing that on a day to day, year to year, century to century basis. I mean, and, and that's what that's what we're seeing. If if you look at uh, Gary, what was the book that we were talking about? The Fourth Turning. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, you know, where they're a- actually able to graph this out themselves. It's like that we have, you know, we we do work in cycles, but those cycles aren't actually a circle per se, but it is a constant ascent to you know to a better evolutionary path. Well, let's hope so, because <laughs> we need we need to go somewhere better than this. I think a lot of the time, <laughs> um, guys, you two have been working together for a heck of a long time, um, and I'm just wondering, in terms of your collaboration and your, I guess, creative meeting, how is it that you sustain that over such a long time? What are the ups and downs in that how do you how do you feed it and nourish it uh drugs 
<laughs> okay, well, uh, should we put in the show notes then the list? <laughs> <laughs> They're you know, neurochemical uh, drugs. <laughs> neurochemical drugs, exactly. Yeah. We were working on a, a, a different project together. That's what which brought us together. And I was working on something. He was working on something. And we kind of compare notes and we're like, did you just look over my shoulder while you're right making these things? Get out so of my we head. Just found that there was, yeah, that we just found that there was just, you know, we just really, really were on the same, the, the, the same level, mm -hmm. the same thinking, the same path. And, uh, and as we progressed, we found that, you know, we wanted the same things out of life. We wanted the same things for the world. Mm. You know, and what to, are those things that you want for the world? Well, um, we want to, to, to make it, to make it better, to make it better today than it was yesterday, not to make these grandiose strides that you see the politicians always saying that they're going to do in one year. It's like, no, we're changing. We want to change society. We want to change the way society um, can think. We, we don't want to tell, we don't tell people what to think, but we do like to show them a better way of thinking, mm -hmm. a better way that is not going to be reactionary. That's going to always be moving towards their, their path, their goals, their visions. And, and to do that, you know, it takes a different type of a thinking process. And we actually, we call it the infinity process. And it is, it's, it's a way of expanding the mind on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute, second-by-second manner mm -hmm. so that we can actually override a lot of those negativities, those negative thoughts that a person has grown up with. They've inherited them, whether it be from their parents or their teachers or society, their friends, and they don't even realize it. That, that is their normal. Yeah. But it's yeah. not serving them. And they don't mm -hmm. understand now that they're 20, 30, 40, 50, 70 years old. They don't understand why it's not serving them. Why am I here? You know, life just sucks. Why am I here? Well, you just told us why. <laughs> Because in your mind, in your reality, life sucks. Yeah, and you know, I, th I think the, the the key thing in you know to answer your question was that Ross and I had these experiences and these awareness that something needed to change, and in that we believed that you know we had a certain skill set and knowledge experience uh, that we could bring to the table that was innovative and, you know, uh, it was an innovative approach to helping someone become their ultimate self. And self, we mm -hmm. call it, the, the acronym we use is spiritually evolving life force, right? So, and, and we wanted to, you know, to do something powerful. So we, the first thing we did was commit to a vision that was bigger than us. Mm -hmm. And because we've had that vision that's bigger than us, it's, allowed us to kind of understand that there's, you know, there's a process that, you know, that the, the, that there's time that needs to happen for certain things. So, you know, we're not too hung up on this or hung up on that. Oh, you didn't get that done. Okay. Well, there's a reason for it. So we, we flow really well in the middle of all that and don't really, uh, again, we don't dwell on the negative potential of things. We, mm -hmm. we, we allow ourselves to be in the flow of the moment and uh, and allow that to be the guiding force based on that vision, because we believe the human family, 
right, is in the middle of what, you know, is, is the most significant transformation since the emergence in, in Africa over, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of years ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's a transformation, as you mentioned earlier, is that, you know, more people are coming into awareness of, you know, their, the, the science part of it, the spirit and how they come together. Mm-hmm. And it's a transformation that's revealing both unprecedented global challenges, which are showing up that are bringing to light the things that we as a collective are seeing, are, are, are reflecting on say, Hey, that's the reality that we prefer not to have. And so it's showing up to give us that reflection because if we don't, ha- if we don't have that as a reflection, then we don't know where to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that, you know, you're, you mentioned there, you know, these these two sort of aspects of how we are now looking at things. And I think this is very relevant as well, because, I mean, effectively, you two and myself and some of my colleagues, we're, we're all trying to do the same work and we're mm-hmm. coming at it from slightly different sure. angles. Yeah. And like I said, all of these ancient traditions that have such great wisdom, they've all tried to do the same work from different angles as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we have, it's, it's horses for courses as well, really, because if you want to help people understand certain things, then you meet them where they're at and you don't necessarily, um, right. you don't necessarily deliver a very intuitive message to somebody who is very rational and logical and analytical. And similarly, for somebody who is very intuitive, there's no point trying to, you know, give them the hard data and the numbers. So, <laughs> Um, so I guess this this is the, the the next question, and this is the one where this could go completely off the rails, pear shaped rabbit hole, and all the rest of it. But I, I know like that this is a holes. question. <laughs> rabbit holes are great. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone already. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing that I know I have. I, I spend time thinking about this, and I'm sure you guys do as well, because there is a there is a line that we sort of have to walk as well, isn't there, to try and draw the best from both aspects, from the intuitive mind and the rational mind and the the the, the research and the, the information that we have coming from fields like neuroscience and also tapping into um, what we're getting from spirituality as well. How do you guys walk that line? Well, in 10 I mean, words or less. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much for the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's when we look at when we look at different things, different things come up. Science discovers this and this, and you know, and we're looking at going. Well, yeah, but we already knew that. You know, science is now confirming what they were doing two thousand, three thousand, four thousand years ago, and saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. look what we discovered." Like you didn't discover anything; you just confirmed what. So many people already knew. Mm. And but it, it helps because there is that analytical uh, um, individual that we deal with that says, well, you know, this is just woo woo, hocus pocus. I'm like, well, let me show you the research paper. OK, mm. I mean, what, you know, it, it's like when when, you know, when, when your favorite periodical is Nature magazine, you know, <laughs> it comes in real handy because oh hey look at this little article here they just confirmed this and they just confirmed this and uh you know and so what i see is that when something that comes up whether it be a science or or in nature and people fight it because it doesn't match their belief system okay then it just it, it just needs a little bit more prodding it just needs a little bit more massaging 
And uh, so we're not, we're not stuck in this is it. And that's, you know, we, we just, as Gary said, we just kind of flow and say, hey, what do you think about this? Did you realize this? You know, we're sending articles back and forth to each other. Now, now, mind you, just to let everybody know, we live 300 miles apart from each other. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, everything that we're doing, we do, you know, thank goodness for technology. Yeah. You know, in the last couple of years anyways. Yeah. 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 Especially. Yeah. Um, so technology is not the enemy. Technology is a tool that, that we utilize mm. very, very well. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. when, when people... When people um, see these things and they read them and they just, you know, they just read the headline or they just kind of glance at something um, and then they instantly create that, that reaction that, oh, that, that can't be true. Mm. Look into it. Look, look at it. Go deeper into it a little bit. Yeah. And even if it does confirm something that you already believe, still go deeper into it because we have a confirmation bias as well. And we want things that support what we already believe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about uh, the the ultimate dopamine hit is when, you know, it's like, oh, hey, look at this. Now I can really show people that, you know, the science is behind this as well as this, uh, this, the the, the spiritual realm. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's all kind of coming together. There really isn't a difference between the two. I think walking that line that you're talking about is, um, it's, the way that we do it is a term we call we we tap into infinity thinking, right? Mm. Infinity thinking is, it's based on what we call the infinity matrix and the infinity process. And infinity thinking is, is stepping out of the, the thought process of duality thinking of this or that. Right. And the, the metaphor I like to use is it's the, it's a glass of, you know, you've got your glass of water metaphor, right? Is, is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? And, you know, when we ask that to any audience, you know, it's split, right? You get 50% one way, 50% the other way, almost inevitably, right? But the students that that have taken our our trainings will say, oh, well, no, the glass is neither. It's not half full or half empty. It's both. And it's full all the time, but with two different substances. It actually overflows. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's a, it's not a this or that. It's a this and that and that and that and that and that and that and taking from there mm-hmm. the choices that serve us. So from there, the glass is useful when I'm thirsty for it to be half full. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so so my focus goes on that. But when it's when it's not serving me in that way and I need to see more of the potentiality of, of what that container can do, then I need to see it as not only half full, but also overflowing just with two different mm-hmm. substances. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a far more creative way of looking at things, you know. And also, yeah. um, there's a there's a quote that I keep uh, coming back to um, from Lao Tzu, and he says that uh, in order to be what we might be, we must be willing to give up what we are. Words to nice. that effect. Yeah. But you know, very often Correct. giving up what you are means giving up the fact that you are right. And I use mm-hmm. I, I use air quotes oh, with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. being being willing to, you know, have your mind jump the tracks about something that you thought you knew. Yeah. That takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. Because a lot mm-hmm. of things that, that you've created, you've built upon what you thought was right. Mm. Or what you thought what you were was told correct. was right as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
and such. Mm. And then to finally discover that, oh, it wasn't or isn't or, you know, it's not mm. this, not as you had uh, defined it. Such that's tough and such yeah. because, um, you know, I mean, we both experienced people who are, you know, you literally see them shaking. As mm-hmm. if they are physically in in harm's way, you know, but inside they're 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 feeling that their world is crumbling down when it's really not. Yeah, and uh, you know those those are those those belief systems are powerful, and so one of the things that we work with, especially when when we're doing our badass challenge, is we talk to people about their definitions of things. You know, mm-hmm. so when someone says something to us. You know, it's like, well, how do you define that? What do you mean by that? And mm-hmm. you'd be surprised at how many people really don't know. Like, I, I don't know. That, that's just what I'm used to saying or what I'm used yeah. to, you know, to believing. It's like, but what's the depth? What? Let's break this down. Yeah. And there's yeah. some, some, uh, some great breakthroughs then. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Y- you guys run a five-day challenge, isn't that right? I mean, I know we could go on for at least another 30 minutes, but we better not. But I do 30, want to... Um, <laughs> today. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. But I would I would like to um, give people a little bit of information about that, if, if you can, so that they know where to go if they want to find out more about what you're doing and what you're working on. Yeah, so the challenge is based on, you know, our... Again, we talked about a little bit, but there's a spiritual revolution at hand, right? And the most influential um, in that revolution, we believe, will be the business owners, entrepreneurs, and the vanguards, you know, like yourself, who who have gifts they need to bring to the world, right? And whether they have a business or they're thinking about getting into a business, um, you know, the the quote unquote business business badass is really what we're uh, this challenge is about. And it's a, a process where we start off by getting clear on definition of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Because knowing who you are in that whole process is key and, and, and important. And then once you have that, then it's a, a, then we take you through some processes within the five days of um, knowing why you is important and why now is important. Right. So why you are chosen and why now is the time for you to show up and and be that. So where do people go to find out about this? So they, they we do the challenge approximately every two months. Gary, what is the address that people need to go to to register for the challenge or find out more about it? So they can go to um, the website is hacking the infinity dot com forward slash five the number five. Mm-hmm. Days to badass, right? Five days to badass, and uh, they'll find all the registration details there. And whenever they, whenever you're listening to this, whenever you go there, the next challenge, if you if you miss one coming up, the next challenge, it'll it'll just be up. So that's the that's the constant to, domain to to register for that challenge. Fantastic, and we will put that um, link in the show notes and in the blog page and all the rest of it, so people will be be able to just click straight through. All right, guys, thank you so much. It has been so much fun as always. I look forward to doing it again with you at some point, and um, have a great rest of the day. We will. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you, you everyone, for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you guys. And Deirdre, it was awesome. Thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. 
You're still here? Great. Look, I know there's a lot to choose from out there, so thanks for flying with Ambition Incubator Airlines, and I look forward to seeing you on board again soon. Seriously, though, thank you for tuning in. My guests and I love hearing about what inspires you on the show and what advice has made a difference in your life or work and what you'd like more of. So get in touch. If you want to know about my other work, head over to ambitionincubator.com for details. And don't forget to hit subscribe for more great interviews, advice, and bite-sized brain science every week. Bye.